The Light FM presents Community Spotlight, a program designed to focus on what's important to you in your community. Now here's Braxton with today's Community Spotlight. Thanks so much for being here listening and downloading another Community Spotlight podcast on The Light FM. Our morning show co-host Carol Davis always says it's always better when you show up. So thanks for being here. I really appreciate it. Today, uh, we're going to talk about the holidays and how to do that and still get how to still safely get together with family. It may not be the large extended family this year, it may be more immediate, but what are some smart, healthy ways to still get together with family this year? And that's why I've asked Dr. Teresa Hubbard from Advent Health Hendersonville. She is their chief medical officer and COVID-19 has been uh, pretty much on her mind probably every waking moment and, and sometimes even sleeping moments uh, since early March. And I appreciate her time joining us. Thanks for being here, Dr. Hubbard. Um, like I said, it's been quite the year for you guys. Uh, and currently, uh, as we begin the holiday season, the biggest news, the biggest events right now in healthcare is, is the coronavirus vaccine. I'm sure I'm sure things are changing uh, with with what you know currently, but but as we stand now, what do you know about the the vaccine for coronavirus? Well, Braxton, I'm I just want to say I'm really excited that we have some light at the end of the tunnel here with this COVID nineteen uh, pandemic. Uh, I you and I me started both. Get, yeah, I, back in in February, I I remember doing an interview saying, well, we know it's. It's not a question of if, but it's a question of when. Right. And sure, did it come and hit us upside the head? And it just has seemed to be relentless um, for the last nine months. So um, as we moved into the winter months, uh, the writing was on the wall for a really bad surge, as we're seeing across the country, and um, and increased hospitalizations and a horrific number of deaths, putting a huge strain on our healthcare system, a, a huge burden of loss and, and sadness on our communities and our families. So um, when the announcements came last month about the efficacy of the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccination, I said a prayer. I was so grateful that this is a this is almost like our Christmas miracle coming as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's what's the timeline for when the public i know healthcare workers and some other folks on the front lines will be receiving the vaccine first but for the public what do you think that timeline looks like for whenever they'll be able to take the vaccine okay so it's been a kind of hurry up and wait thing with the vaccine i i heard a lot about the vaccine in the summer and not much content just a lot of noise that the vaccine would be coming soon and i was pretty skeptical to be honest with you because uh, vaccine development is normally a years long process, but we have the benefit of some really great uh, new technology that's based on some really sound science that's been in development for a number of years. So with focused effort, uh, those the companies have been able to produce several really effective vaccines uh, and, and they are in production right now. We're waiting uh, for the EUA, the emergency use authorization to come into place and we're anticipating that will be granted around the 11th or 12th of December, wow. uh, which means that we're anticipating in North Carolina that, that they will start shipping vaccine to high priority areas starting the week of the 14th of December. Uh, so that first batch of vaccine will be limited. We know it's gonna be around about 85,000 doses. However, with there are um, 
many more healthcare workers and nursing home residents than that in the state of North Carolina. So the very first dose of the vaccine will go to the highest priority groups. And then as the weeks go by, there'll be more and more supply coming in. Right. The second right. vaccine, the Moderna vaccine, we anticipate that will receive authorization uh, later in the week of the 14th and we'll start shipping uh, the week of the 21st. So an early Christmas gift for us all. That's right. Uh, but because of the, the demand is great among the high priority groups and the supply will be limited, um, the charity groups need to be served first, and then as production ramps up, uh, will be distributed next to high-risk individuals with medical conditions, essential workers, uh, such as people, truck drivers and people who uh, work at the checkouts and take yeah. care of our infrastructure, and then rolling out to the general public, probably starting in this, at the end of the first quarter, the beginning of the second quarter of 2021. So kind of March, April time, okay. it will become much more widely available. Okay, that makes sense. And two, I want to talk about this as well. The CDC, since the whole coronavirus pandemic began in March, have recommended 10 to 14 days quarantine if you're exposed or you have it. Now they're saying 7 to 10. Uh, why the change? Yes, right. So let me clarify. First of all, the seven-day uh, uh, quarantine is seven days with a negative test. So at the end of seven days, you can take a test. And if you're negative, then you can come out of quarantine. If you are an, unable or unwilling to get tests and you remain asymptomatic, then you'll be released from quarantine at 10 days. And the reason for this is uh, it's kind of a cost-benefit analysis. We know that most people who are going to catch COVID-19 uh, will be, um, we've called it by day 10. Uh, there's a few people, a very small percentage of people who don't um, show the disease until day 12 to 14. But the impact of quarantining for 14 days is so great, such a great burden to everyone that we know that many people are not coming forward when they've had an exposure because they just can't afford to take two weeks off. Sure, yeah. Uh, so this is kind of a balancing act by the CDC to try and keep everyone safe, plus keep us back in business and keep us working. Hence the change. Right. Okay. That makes more sense. Uh, we're talking with Dr. Teresa Herbert from Advent Health Hendersonville, and you can find them online at adventhealthnc.com. Uh, Dr. Herbert, uh, I guess really it's, you, you were talking about it, the, the holiday season's here. Um, with folks trying to plan uh, get-togethers for the holidays. Most of them are, are more immediate. You know, you're not getting together with extended families this year. It's just not uh, smart. Um, with the state and local guidelines um, changing uh, often, uh, what, what, what kind of advice or suggestions do, do you have uh, for folks if they do choose to get together with, you know, smaller families um, be, and, and more than just beyond wearing a face covering, washing your hands, keeping a safe distance, what kind of advice would you have for those that, that choose to do so this holiday season? This is a tough one. I know we all want to be with our loved ones. Um, I'm myself the same, feel the same way. Uh, we certainly want to do it as safely as we can. So as you said, uh, if, if you're mixing uh, two different households, you should wear a face covering. Uh, if you can move any celebrations outside, that's great. But of course, uh, that's not likely to be the case over Christmas time. 
uh, we know that you can keep your masks on except for when you're eating. So uh, what we did in my household over Thanksgiving, uh, my, my mother-in-law is 93, so we did not eat with her. We uh, had our meal at home and then we took food to her and we visited uh, with our masks and social distance. And that way we didn't have a period when we were all sitting close together unmasked. Yeah. So that's a reasonable thing you can do. If you look at your family and say, who do I really need to protect right now? Uh, knowing the vaccine is coming, this is this is going to be a one-off thing for this Christmas. It's not going to be for years and years in the future. So making that sacrifice, uh, not sharing a meal together is probably the, the safest way of of have, having a gathering, you can do gift exchange and, and social dis, distance during the gift exchange, but but not taking off your mask and sharing food. We know that's one of the number one ways that families are catching the, the illness on each other. Yeah. So that would be my recommendation. And um, again, looking at your family and, and protecting those people most needing protection. Uh, my 93-year-old mother-in-law isn't particularly thrilled with the plan, uh, but... Um, I'm thrilled that she's still with us and right. um, we, st we were still able to see her, just not in the usual way. Right. She's Dr. Teresa Herbert from Advent Health Hendersonville, and they've got all kinds of things uh, on their website, adventhealthnc.com. You can also find them on Facebook, Advent Health Hendersonville. Um, events, clinics, articles, um, you, you can find it all there, for especially right now with, with COVID-19 and uh, where we're at with numbers and all those things right now. And she's Dr. Teresa Herbert, and we appreciate her time. Thanks a lot. Thank you very much. We hope you enjoyed today's Community Spotlight, covering issues that matter to you in your community. If you have a suggestion for a future program, just call 800-330-9648. That's 800-330-9648. Be sure to join us next week for another Community Spotlight with Braxton on The Light FM.